hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Welcome Home Podcast. I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 96 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. How's it going, guys? Doing all right. Forgot my name there for a second. I couldn't remember. Her. Your name or our name? That's. I mean, I think it was my name, but okay. <laughs> it's also your name. You're, like... you're Tom. Okay, yes. Tyler. Tom, Trevor, Damon. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> you think by now that I would know all these things. Uh, so not only do we have the three of us on today, we also have special guests. We haven't had guests on the show in a while, actually, have we? I'm just thinking about the last time we had guests. It's been a while, especially since the new format. So mm-hmm. uh, we have our, our, our friends uh, and our sponsors, uh, Derek and Marissa from uh, a, a DVC Resale Market. They, you guys haven't been on in a while. No, trying- we're happy to be back. No, I feel so like 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 special. <laughs> you haven't had special guests all, all of a sudden in a while, and all of a sudden we're here. We're like, we have to live up to the hype. I'm glad you feel special. <laughs> I thought they said special guests. Oh, they said they haven't had guests in a while. Uh, no, it's been special. a while. Okay, you're yeah, special. No. <laughs> I just ruined the word special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I don't even. I can't remember the last time we had a special guest on. It's been a while. So, and, and plus, every bet. time you guys are on, we always have good. Reviews and I know you always hear from our listeners quite a bit. So <laughs> all the time, we love it. Like seriously, we absolutely love it. Like Marissa and I will, you know, text each other and say to each other, like, "Oh my gosh, there's someone else from the from the <laughs> Welcome Home podcast that said, hey, they heard us on the show, or they heard how amazing and talented Derek is, and you know, why do you work with Marissa?" And so yeah, we care it all. <laughs> Well, you know, on a personal note, and, and Marissa, next time I'm going to, next contract will be you. But, you know, oh, uh, thank you, Derek, for helping me with my last contract. I appreciate that. Uh, you are welcome, my friend. You are you are welcome. And Marissa helped me with that as well. So oh, good. don't worry. We're all part of one big happy family here. <laughs> That's great. Well, so for our, we have we do have newer list, newer listeners, so that maybe maybe haven't gone through our whole back catalog. So really quickly, if you guys want to introduce yourselves uh, quickly and uh, what you what you do and uh, some of your background, that would be great. All right. So my name is Marissa. I am our sales director here at DVC Resale Market. And a little bit about me and kind of how I came to be part of this team. My Disney journey actually started in California. I'm originally a California girl. And I started in Disneyland. I did the college program there. So I did shows and parades and characters. And it was the best job in the entire world. And I finished college and said, okay, what's a quick way to pay off college loans. So I decided I was going to go ahead and take a contract with Disney Cruise Line. So I jumped on Disney Cruise Line, which I thought would be a nine-month contract. Uh, Ten years later, I was still out on the ships. I had the pleasure of meeting my husband out on the Disney Cruise ships. I transitioned over to DVC while I was out there. I met 
Derek and we got to do so many great member cruises together. And then my husband and I decided to grow our family and we had a little boy. And as much as I loved Disney and the mountains from working for Mickey, I decided I needed to kind of change pace in life. And so I joined Nick, who I'd known for years um, working on the cruises. And I joined Nick and the DVC resale team and uh, had the opportunity to kind of change up my schedule that was more conducive to being a mom and working. So I have been part of the team now for just over three years and absolutely love it. Derek? Great, Derek. Oh. Tell us about oh, your wow. background. We need oh. to know about yours, too. <laughs> so it's me? Sorry, I'm just actually petting her dog right now, as a matter of fact, because Marissa and I, uh, we, we love each other so much that we live right down the street from each other. So yeah, I'm actually petting her dog. So yeah, I, I, I started with Disney back in 1998, I think is when my career started. So I worked in the marketing department. Um, I became a member of DVC back in 1999. Um, I remember looking at it while on vacation because I'm a huge Disney nerd and looking at it saying, we should probably buy this. And we bought it back in 1999. And now I look back and say, man, it was the best thing we absolutely ever did, which is something that we hear every day. So I was then blessed enough to work for DVC back in 2006 or 2007, I think, um, back in Chicago, where they opened up a preview center for Disney Vacation Club where you could learn about the club and how it works. Uh, and then I transitioned over to the cruise team, uh, which is where I set sailed on probably over a 100 cruises all over the world, sharing the magic of DVC. And most importantly is where um, I met Marissa, and that's where we... Uh, we're able to host a bunch of member cruises and host a bunch of cruises together and stuff. And so, yeah, so then I was thankfully like Marissa time to uh, spend time with the kids back at home. So uh, able to work with Nick and work with Marissa and work with this fantastic team and just being able to help folks buy and sell Disney vacation club. So it really is the absolute best of both worlds. So we're absolutely blessed. Great. Well, we, we appreciate you guys both joining us and, uh, you know, and just being awesome and just being our friends and being cool. And <laughs> you guys are the best. <laughs> we love working with you guys. So we, we got some questions from our listeners that we were hoping you guys could help us out with. So I, I, Trevor and Damon, I've been talking too much. I don't know if one of you guys wants to read questions or if you have your yeah. own questions, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll jump in here, I guess, with the first one. So uh, we have a question from Kent. He says, hi, guys. I'm looking into buying a DVC contract. I found some info online that specifies what percentage of DVC owners has each property or what percentage of DVC's owners at each property has which use year. Is it better to avoid using a more popular use year month when buying for the first time? Honestly, when it comes to use year, I I mean, I think um, people just tend to overthink it. Honestly, nobody looks at it, including Disney, and says, oh, look, here's this contract that's here, and I'm going to buy this one back because it's a December use year or because it's a October use year. Don't overthink use year, honestly. I mean, use year honestly only comes into play if, you know, maybe you're canceling within 31 days out of your arrival date. Just always remember that the most important thing is just 11 months out, I can book my home resort. And then seven months out, 
I can book anything not my home resort. But don't overthink you, Sierra. I think Marissa will absolutely uh, jump in and tell you, too, that people think, like, I'm trying to find the best use here for me and my family because, you know, we travel in October, we travel in June, and we travel in this. But don't overthink you, Sierra. Right, Mar? Yeah. I, I mean, if you're the type of family that cancels your vacation all the time, if you're only going once every two or three years, then ask one of us. And we can get really into the specifics but the amount of people that get into the weeds on this and no. overlook great contracts, yeah. it's don't worry about it too much. Yeah, I think probably the biggest thing that people think is, is always my family and I like to vacation every single June. So I need to find a June contract, correct? Like I can't buy anything else other than June, which is absolutely not the case. So yeah, make sure that just reach out to us and let us know. Because again, use here when it comes to booking and using has honestly nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. I'll uh, I'll back you up on that one <laughs> as well because uh, when I bought my first contract, the the user thing came up and and um, I, I bought it direct. But um, our our guide said, you know, we'll give you a June user, and, I, and we were like, okay, you know, we we didn't really think anything of it, and yeah, we we booked trips like like in the spring, in the fall, whatever, and it doesn't have too much of a bearing other than just it's mostly just to be aware of when your points are expiring, right? Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's the case. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the same way, Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's all, I think it's most important when you're buying a second contract and you already got that first contract and making sure it's the same use year because I, I did the, I, well, I'm still doing the two separate use year thing and it's not the most fun. But for your first contract, I, as they're saying, I don't think it matters too, too much. So, yeah. This this was the big so, news yeah. that came out, or well, that was kind of getting rumored around, and and I don't know if you guys have any additional information about this, but I, I knew this was as soon as I put the question out on Facebook of you know what questions do you want to ask you two, <laughs> I knew this was going to be the first one that came up, right? So uh, there was some some stuff going around about uh, the some changes to uh, documents for Riviera, um, and so they wanted to know, Chris wanted to know if you uh, had seen the changes in the documents about Riviera status change and what do you think it all means is it admitting that riviera is underperforming or could there be other mo motivation there and i don't know if you guys have heard anything official from disney at this point or if it's you know i don't know i would love to hear so, that the beauty of our team is we do have a lot of people who will catch those things so our contract manager caught it a while ago and of course the first thing she does is reach out to the people she knows who are high up at dvc and they're going to be tight-lipped about everything so i know there's been a lot of like articles and blogs out. Honestly, there's nothing official at this point. Um, in fact, we've heard that they're going to go back and change it back to the 14, which is the intel that we've gotten directly from Disney. And that's about all that we've gotten. Right. Uh, there's rumors that maybe Animal Kingdom Jumbo might be turned into a full DVC, but these are really all rumors. And there's probably likely a lot of hype right now about nothing. So... That's Derek. You have more on that? <laughs> no, and just other than our emails blow up like every thirty seconds with people saying, "What is that? What is happening? What is going online?" I've heard this. I heard that. So yeah, we have a lot of people that are on the quote unquote inside, and even those people. It's been like I know from anything. like what I know from people on the inside is they definitely had meetings about yeah. it, but nothing as far as from we heard, nothing has been made official inside of Disney. So right. it could be that maybe they jumped the gun with the contract or 
changing it or maybe it was nothing and it was an accident so <laughs> no <laughs> right so yeah. when you say they have meetings you mean like meetings around like removing that that restriction or right. okay there's gotcha. definitely been discussions oh, yeah. about it and from what we've heard the discussions have gone to there's no decision made on that but there's definitely been discussions yes yeah. Interesting. Do you think there's any way that they could do it at some point? Or, I mean, do you you think that there's, there's any way, especially with, you know, the, the, I don't want to say the downturn in direct sales because, you know, direct sales have obviously taken quite a hit this year. Um, but I, I, I do wonder if, if there's any amount of, uh, underperforming that could make them change their stance on this. Yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of strange because we talked with all of our friends. And again, we have so many friends there that have been there forever. And obviously, it's been a super, super rough week for people at DBC. But in terms of those guys that are there, they're selling a lot. I mean, they're like... They're tracking above, like well above what their targets were. What their targets were. Lower targets for them getting back on boarded and starting sales again. But they're definitely breaking targets. So I don't see that they're definitely hurting and saying, ugh. We're not coming anywhere near our expectations in sales enough to make this change. Now, it could be a change of like, hey, how do we want to make this better for our overall guests? There's rumors that there might be some sort of like direct benefits versus just kind of stripping the contract so much like Riviera to where if you ever needed to resell it, it maintains such lower value. So it's hard to say for sure. I mean, the interesting thing is there is discussions. It'll be interesting to see the like the legal side of it and how much they can go <laughs> back on what they've already stated. Right. So I think all of us are just kind of holding our breath, seeing what they do next. <laughs> right to be able to say, okay, so you buy your contract on this date, but between this date and that date, you can go on the cruise ships, or now you can't, or you can go here, you can go to Riviera, you can't. So yeah, I just can't see confusing member services being super happy if they were going to do something like that. But yeah, so they have to they have to figure something out. But yeah, I mean, direct sales are are, are strong. So you know, which again, we. Love. People always think that there's this competition of, you know, resale and, you know, the direct. And and it's not. I mean, it truly isn't. We want that direct sales. We want them to be happy. We want them to be healthy because it only helps us. So in the end of the day, I mean, we're all on the same team. We're selling an absolutely amazing product. And that's what it comes down to. And I know now that I'm in October, I can finally borrow points for to to be able to book for next year. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm super excited to actually wrap this up and go online and book. I can't wait. Well, and Derek, you got to give me the good news that I was all of a sudden gonna get a gonna get a gonna get a hundred extra points on that huh? contract I bought uh, that I wasn't gonna get <laughs> previously. So right? Don't tell everyone that. <laughs> right? Don't tell everyone that, Tom. Can I buy one of those like Tom and get the extra points? Well, you know, Derek didn't give it to me. He just told me the news I was getting the hundred extra points. <laughs> so good to clarify. Yeah, yeah, good to clarify. He can't, he can't just give me points. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Derek's it's a, a special contract, right? Yeah, I just, just got put lucky. that offer. I got in, yeah, just make an offer and just put Derek down as the agent, and I'll somehow miraculously find you a hundred extra points. <laughs> I just got extraordinarily lucky with that contract. That's all. But that, um, that's called but, magic, my friend. Magic. It is, it's magic. Just I, I did see that there was a Riviera contract or two listed on the site. Do you guys happen to know around what price that went at? I'm curious. Um, I believe the high 130s is where it ended. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's a little higher than I would have even thought it would be I, with the restrictions on it. But 
I don't know if yeah, you Yeah, it's interesting the that. timing too. And I don't know if yeah. maybe taking advantage of if there is a change, being the first one to be on that boat. Yeah. There's always that mindset too. Interesting. Yeah, Riv always has like a kind of a, not a novelty per se, but it's always kind of like, oh, wow, there's a, like a like a Riviera contract. Because I was just talking to someone today that said, listen, you know, everything comes in waves. So right now this person today called in said, I'm looking for, you know, 300, 400 points at Copper Creek and I just don't see anything. And what I'm looking for, I'm like, you know what, you got to take time. Cause you know, honestly, there was a while that where we didn't get any, you know, Polynesian contracts. And now all of a sudden we have a ton of Polynesian contracts. So it's got to go through that life cycle yeah. and, you know, in terms of, okay, there's the new resort. And then people have it for maybe a few years and life happens and changes. And then they reach out to us to go ahead and sell it. So do you, yeah, yeah, I think we're the, still a few years away from seeing yeah, for Riviera's yeah. true value. Yeah. For Riviera, yeah. I was going to say, do you think the, the glut of uh, all of a sudden Polynesian contracts has anything to do with the resort being closed till next summer? Or like just some people are just like, I'm just going to get rid of this contract. Like, I, I'm just curious. I'm wondering if that you think that has anything to do with it. No, so where we saw a lot of Polynesian was probably like yeah. a year and a half ago is where the market okay. was truly flooded. And then what we saw with COVID is like all time lows in Polynesian to where it's like, this is a resort with like second lowest dues. It has some of the largest life left on it goes until 2066 yeah. and people were snagging that in the 130s, 140s. So it was like a no brainer to snag a Polynesian. So what happened was then we sold out almost all of our Polynesian inventory and now it's kind of hit that healthy cycle. So mm-hmm. I think where people are buying it now is probably not to use within the next year if they're not wanting to have like the benefit of the full resort being open, yeah. but still it's not hit that premium spike where like a Grand Floridian has. So I think that's kind of why it's still hitting that healthy market versus a year and a half ago, the market was just super flooded with it. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, don't, don't tell everybody all this because, you know, I like the fact that the Polynesian's quiet. <laughs> but Tre- Trevor's a Polynesian fan. Yeah, like, he, that's I, the only place Tre- Trevor stays. So he doesn't want everybody to know about the Poly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> my secret place. <laughs> yeah. That's my fa- Probably as soon as I leave Marissa's um, mansion, I'm probably going to go and book um, a night at the Polynesian. So I can't wait. That's It's absolutely. My favorite being that we live, you know, 15, 20 minutes away. That's my favorite. That's just my go-to. It's just not jealous at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor's a quick, uh, what, six, seven hour flight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> that's great. Um, I, I appreciate your insights on Riviera. I, I know that. Well, I know Damon was saying before if that if that change was going to happen, that that was a game changer. And because Damon's been kind of halfway looking at another contract, and and uh, you know, was I think Damon, you it, liked Riviera too. So there was it, yeah, thought I mean, that. the only I think at this point, the only way I'm going to buy resale is if that does change. So if it changed to include Riviera, then I'd be on board for sure. But so we, but obviously we don't know that yet. So they they still got to convince you to buy uh, by resale. We got we got to get them to convince you. <laughs> I, 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 I fear of missing out is too big. Yeah. How many times does it take? No, it's it's, it's FOMO. It's fear of missing out. I can't be missing out on on new places to stay. I can't do it. So I need that. I need that in my. Contract. But believe me, yeah, believe me. We hear all the time, every single day, too. People will be like, "Oh, I was told that if I bought resale, I can't use my points at um, um, the new Star Wars hotel." 
Like, well, yeah, but nobody can use points at the Star Wars event. So stop. That is, that is correct. But <laughs> I, I'm still concerned about this mystical hotel that's going to go in the front of Epcot where I can walk in and eat wherever I want. That's like, that's the holy grail of DVC for me. And not knowing what's happening there makes me, makes it tough, makes it tough. Demon, so Demon's use the points that you already have. So use the points that you already have and stay there. So just, add, you know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because we did actually, I did talk to my wife about this again recently, but I, I think that, uh, I, I don't know. I think she's kind of in the, in the same boat as I am. Like, well, what's, what's coming up? What could be new? You know, we've gone a lot longer than these guys. So I think that for us, you know, having something new to do, go or stay is, is always a benefit to us. But I don't think we have enough points anyway, as is on our current Saratoga contract. If I was to do anything, I think I need to get to the point where I'm at Saratoga two bedrooms every year rather than Saratoga one bedrooms with the three (laughs) kids as they get older. That's where our kind of our sticking point is. I I don't think I ever want to stay in a non two bedroom again, you know, at least for a while. (laughs) See, I'm telling you, Saratoga, I love Saratoga. I I love Saratoga. Well, we know, we know. There's a lot of haters out there, Saratoga, but I love Saratoga. <laughs> we know. We know. <laughs> Saratoga haters, man. Uh, okay. Trevor, you want to do this next question? I feel like I, yeah. I think we're on Dan here. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't I don't know if this is really a f- – well, okay. It, it's it's a very open question. Um, he says, with, with both of you having previous, previously worked for DVC, what's the best way to get some pixie dust added to a reservation? Uh, Dan capitalized pixie dust, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Super pixie. I don't think that's I the proper what way Dan's to do it. actually looking for. Like, in terms yeah. of pixie dust, what is quote-unquote pixie dust? What is Dan looking for? I, <laughs> I think there's so many times where like people have, whether it's on a Facebook group, right, where somebody says this amazing oh. magical moment happened, or even, like, I'm sure all of us probably have a story of, remember this time, and it was like that pixie dust magical moment. But I think the biggest thing, and especially now taking a step back and not working for Disney anymore, but still going to the parks as a family, still bringing my family to do big DVC stays, I think the biggest thing that I've learned is that the lower expectations I have, and I know this isn't like the answer that's probably wanted, but the lower expectations I have on those trips, like the best they are and the most magical moments we have. Like if I go in saying... It's our anniversary. It's got to be perfect. And our anniversary is our son's birthday. So if this isn't like the best day of our whole lives, then it's ruined. Well, it's probably going to be ruined then. You know, like unless we go and say, you know what? We're going to have no worries on this trip. We're here to just have a good time. Whatever. If we make it to the parks, if we get the fast pass, if the pool's open, doesn't matter. It's just we're there to be a family and have a good time. And that's when you notice, I think, those magical things. I think oftentimes if we're so planned and so strategic on our vacations, we almost lose sight of those magical moments. So I think it's more kind of having that low expectation, enjoy your trip, and that's when you see the magic happen. And there is no, like, special, okay, so when you call DVC, Press pound, 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 six, it's, nine, It's like two, the secret four. menu at like, In-N-Out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> there, there is none. So like like Marissa said, honestly, have no expectations. I mean, you can always ask, and cast members are always fantastic to be able to do that when they can. But yeah, just like if you have this huge, huge, huge thing, it's almost the ones you read about online 
and see pictures of are the people that show up and they're like, we just went to the park on a Thursday and came back and got this huge gift basket. Like, thanks, Disney. And then everybody else is like, hey, I've been what a member. What button for- did you put on the menu for that? <laughs> I've been a member for 25 years and I've never gotten anything and this is not fair. So, yeah, it's sometimes just, yeah, no expectations whatsoever. Always ask them. But no expectation. I, well, I, there's also a certain element to the whole pixie dust thing, right? Where it's if it's happening all the time, then it's not really pixie dust. It's not that it's just happening all the time. It's like the fun surprise of it, right? It's the whole I wasn't expecting this, and like you know, I think a couple years ago, my wife and I were there, and it was our anniversary, and we came back, and there was uh, some balloons in our room, and and like uh, I think some like a like a little snack thing. And that was really nice, but I don't expect that every time, <laughs> you know, like yeah, well, it just happened that one time. That was it. And those were from me, Tom. Oh, the, okay. No, you're getting anything. <laughs> well, thank you then. <laughs> you're welcome. I, I will say, I, I guess to, just to add to that, from my point of view, I just treat it as, you know, in general, be nice to the cast members. Like, I, I think that's, you know, the cast members are so great there that, you know, I, I try to emulate what they're doing. And I find that, you know, even if the, even if you don't get that pixie dust that, you know, as Dan's looking for, just generally being nice yes. to everybody, that comes back on you. Like, like that, that will just make for a generally good experience, regardless of whether you get the extra pic- pixie dust or not. Well, and it's so true. And I think coming yeah. from being a cast member, yeah. the, the, the guests that are like super caring or compassionate or interested in your life or how you got to <laughs> Disney, you know, th- that's going to resonate with the cast too. And that's going to be the guest where I go, you know what? They yeah. are so, not- they took the time. They took the time out of their day, their vacation to have interest in me. I want to do something special for them. Yeah. And I think that's exactly said perfectly, Trevor. Yeah. And like like I said, it just, I I don't expect, like you said, don't expect anything, but yeah, it's nice when it happens. Yeah, Um, I agree. All right. Do we want to, I don't think we're going to get through all these questions, but no, I don't think so either. And that's okay. I don't (laughs) think we really expected to, I kind of want to read Mary's question though. Yeah, go for it. I'm curious to this one. And I, I, it's an interesting question. I would have never thought about it before, but Mary's asking as former DVC guides, can they help me understand how the guides are funded? I guess I thought the positions were supported by our dues. Where's the separation between costs funded by Disney and costs funded by my membership? Yeah. So yeah, and I think honestly, I, I think a couple people had asked this question too, just about the biggest news right now in DVC and Disney in general are the layoffs. And I think Derek kind of alluded to it earlier and to go just a little bit off, to- off topic is I think a lot of times people hear like resale, they hear direct and they just think that like we're this teams that kind of are going against each other in competition. But yeah. honestly, like Derek and I have had like a super, super rough week because some of our closest like friends and people who we consider family. Yeah have lost their positions with Disney. And it's, I mean, 15 years, 35 years of the company, it's absolutely devastating. So we are as a company feeling like that pain, that empathy, like trying to hold up our friends and cast members who are going through that. So I think for all of us here in kind of the world of Disney, it's just been a week of just mourning and loss because it's just Disney to so many people. It's not just a job. It's their life. It's their, their family. It's these people they're not your friends after a while. I mean, I, I look at like on my hand, my closest best friends that I have were all met from a different time of a different area at Disney. So 
it's super devastating. And I think to Mary's question, a lot of people go, well, how is this possible? Especially DVC, isn't that where it's funded? Actually, in your dues, there is a, a portion where it says dues are cast members as well, but that's going to be your cast members that are like frontline. So when you're checking into your room or doing that every four nights, switch over in terms of housekeeping, that's going to be what's covered in the dues. When we talk about, and I'm not a hundred percent sure on like the member service end of it, but any part of the sales side. So whether we're talking like sales ops, our sales guides, our associate sales members, they're all going to be paid just on Disney salary. And then a large portion of their salary is going to be commissioned based on their sales. Right. So nothing to do with dues. Right. Nothing. That's that's an interesting question because I, I had never really thought about that before. And I, you guys are right. I mean, it's been it's been definitely a tough week. Uh, I I know that uh, my 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 particular guide is a very good friend of mine that I've I've been friends with for oh gosh, uh, you know, fifteen years probably sixteen years, and uh, they just happen to be also a DVC guide, and uh, so they were my guide, and I, I know that they lost their position, and I was uh, I was really uh, disappointed about that and, and sad and uh, for them and. Uh, just, just a, a rough week. And I, I, you know, Sarah's question on here is also, uh, related to this, you know, that there was, there was a number out there. I, th- I don't know if, I think it came from Disney that, that 279 of the layoffs came from DVC. And she was asking, can you put that into context? So like, how many people work for DVC? Is it like, is that a big piece of things? You know, is that, you know, is that, or is that, uh, you know, is there a ton of people that work for DVC? I mean, 279 is a lot of people that, you know, we're, we're let go, obviously. So, yeah, we kind of put our heads together and trying yeah. to figure out because it's not anywhere disclosed of exactly how many cast members make up the DVC department. But if I were to guess, I would say that 257 or 270 probably makes up about 10% of the DVC cast members. Wow. Um, and I think a lot of people, when they heard the news, especially from what we're kind of feeling on the Florida side, is they thought, well, you know, Alani is slowly working to get reopened and California is not open yet. So it's probably going to be like that side. But we're shocked to see like almost entire departments of DVC Ooh. let go on the Orlando side. And primarily it's been the sales guides on the Orlando side yeah. and then departments. So that's kind of like the, the sales support people who help um, write up the contracts. Once a guide has a sale or a member add on uh, the team that does like the credit reporting, all of that, those entire departments have just been dissolved at the yeah. moment. So that's and, kind of been where the primary is from. And you have people and we've talked with our, our friends who are leaders at TVC and, they are honest to God, like completely devastated. So they're literally having to wake up every day and make phone calls to these people that have been with the company for 10, 15, like Marissa said, 25 years and have to say, you know what, you're gone. And I had one of my friends tell me who had to make these calls and said, you know what, I, I, I feel like like Thanos. Like I feel like I snapped my fingers and all of a sudden like half of DVC is gone and it's the most devastating thing in the world. So that's why Marissa was, was so true in that. And just the fact that there is no, you know, quote unquote competition of like, you know, direct sales. If we have people that come here and say, you know what, if it makes more sense for them to buy direct, we will 1000% tell them to go buy direct and we'll probably have a name of a guide or two that we can probably (laughs) refer them to. But it, if it doesn't, that's what we're we're here for. So it's just right now, it's just everybody in this whole Disney family. And again, we've all at this company worked here for, you know, over a hundred years combined. And, you know, it's just absolutely devastating what's 
what's happened, you know? So it's, yeah, it's just a, it's an awful, it's an awful week. Awful. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely. I, I know, uh, you know, I, I know a bunch of cast members, uh, and you know, I, that are, are friends of mine that are, you know, throughout the years, just from college and from, uh, from childhood, I know a bunch of people that work at, uh, work at Disney and it's, uh, it's, it's sad to see. So I, I'm, I'm, I know you guys are bummed about it and you know, way more people than I do that work there. So, uh, you know, but, but let's, let's, let's talk about something, uh, happier, I guess, right. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Let's finish off on a high note. Yeah. Please. Happy note. Happy note. <laughs> let's, uh, Trevor, do you want to do Becky's question? I don't even know yeah. if I, you did the last question or I did. I, yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's all good. Um, so yeah, Becky asked, what is your favorite off the beaten path spots in a DVC resort? I know sometimes Andy Barry has some pretty spectacular adjectives for descriptions, but, uh, uh, she's curious what Derek and Marissa have. <laughs> she's trying to pit you against Andy. That's, that's what's going on. Becky. I love Becky. She's the best. Yeah. So uh, off the beaten path, boy, I, I, I tell you that, you know, it's one of those things where I think it depends on what you're looking for in terms of off the beaten path. Like some people like to call even Hilton head, uh, off the beaten path or Vero beach off the beaten path. But for me, like I love going to the boardwalk, um, and sitting outside Atlantic dance, which is probably sounds super weird, but just sitting outside Atlantic dance, um, just because no one's ever in Atlantic dance. So I like to sit outside of it and just, I don't think overlook- that's weird at all, Derek. I like, <laughs> I like sitting on the boardwalk, just kind of enjoying right? the, the boardwalk has such a great atmosphere. I'm with you. That for me, right. Like, I mean, it sounds like a weird thing. Cause you see like, you know, maybe one person every hour go into Atlantic dance and then they walk out right away. But I like sitting outside because I love that view of Atlantic dance. And I love that view of just the whole entire boardwalk and spaceship earth and, all of that. So that's probably one of my most favorite hidden spots, especially if I'm staying at the boardwalk, because then I can just, you know, bring my, you know, beer down there and just go sit and look at that beautiful view. So, yeah. Marissa, what's your favorite? Oh, well, like you said, I think like Vero <laughs> Beach is my favorite off the beaten like resort, but I love and it's kind of it, very similar to your feel but i love grand floridian if you go out to like the in between the beach area between grand floridian oh, yeah. and the polynesian and we love just like random nights where we'll get a bottle of champagne and go sit out there and just put a big like blanket out and especially when the fireworks are going i mean there's no cooler place to sit as a family watch the fireworks have a glass of champagne so that's my favorite little and i'm sorry becky i probably didn't have the best adjectives but <laughs> favorite spot for sure and i've never think... been invited to one of those blanket champagne parties by oh the way so really yeah we're gonna have to do a big welcome home. yeah i'm kind of upset <laughs> well one of these days uh when when we uh do some sort of meetup down there we're gonna have to make it happen so <laughs> we were gonna do our big uh actually that, that was gonna happen like this week wasn't yeah. it Right, I'm just oh, thinking that that was going to happen this week where we were going to do our big meetup. Oh. That was supposed to be. I know. I was so excited just thinking oh. about like, oh my god, yeah, being able to go there and meet you guys again and see all your listeners and stuff. Yeah, that would have been awesome. But and then Marissa is going to bring six blankets at the grand. Party. <laughs> 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 How many bottles of champagne are you going to bring? Yeah, like eight dollar bottle of champagne. There you go. <laughs> well, we'll get it done one of these days. If it's easier, I, I drink wait. apple cider. So, you know, there there you go. apple cider. Boom. <laughs> That's a little cheaper. The sparkling apple cider? Is that? Yes. I think you can get that for like a dollar at Trader Joe's. So I got that <laughs> taken care of. <laughs> That's great. Done. 
I think we should probably do our ad here. <laughs> so are, are you a frequent Disney visitor and want to save hundreds, even thousands on your next Disney trip? The DVC Rental Store wants to help you book your dream vacation for less. Currently, the DVC Rental Store has a great selection of confirmed reservations at many of Disney's most premium resorts, saving you over 60% off retail rates. Now is the time to go. If, if you feel comfortable going to Disney, you can get you can save big on Disney Deluxe Resorts by renting points uh, and doing it through DVC Rental Store. So want to learn more? Go to DVCRentalStore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 1-855-382-7368. Of course, let them know that Welcome Home sent you. It's very important. The same thing as when you uh, reach out to DVC Resale Market, you know, letting them know that uh, that Welcome Home sent you. Same thing for DVC Rental Store. Tell them that Welcome Home sent you. Again, DVCRentalStore.com or 1-855-DVC-RENT. Cool. Uh, so the next question I have on the list is actually my question. <laughs> I just threw my question in. I was just curious what kind of trends you guys have seen lately just with the resale market. Just, you know, like certain resorts that are selling, are prices going up? Are they going down? Like what's what, what, what are the trends you guys are seeing lately? Yeah. So, I mean, definitely people reach out to us every single day and like, hey, so I bet you guys probably aren't too busy with everything going on with the pandemic. And it, it couldn't be further from the That's truth. like the opposite. You guys have been right. never busier, right? And never <laughs> busier. And and we're talking about like we had some of our busiest weeks when there was no opening date for these resorts, right? So the resorts were closed, the parks were closed, and we were so busy because that, again, is the beauty of DVC is the fact of that's why families come. That's why they're looking at this and saying, you know what? So I can't go away this year, right? But I can take those points for 2020 and I can just go ahead and bank them, right? So yeah, I'm just going to bank them and I got to use them by 2022. So yeah, business has been absolutely very, very busy, and I know people don't like to hear, and Marissa will talk about it, is, um, you know, Disney's buying contracts back for Rofer, but for us, that's actually a good thing because it shows that the market is great. Right, and I think for anybody who's a DVC owner, and we've talked about this on some of your other episodes, right at first refusal just means that there's a healthy market, and that's what's going to keep your value as an owner going up. As long as Disney's buying back, they're maintaining that bottom line. So I think that's always important, and for us, we're always excited. Obviously, we don't want contracts to be bought back for our guests we've helped find the perfect contract for. But it's good to see because it just gives us that, okay, Disney's in a healthy pattern of we're still growing this membership. But the biggest thing I would say right now, um, we've seen pretty high demand for Grand Floridian. That's probably seen the highest uptick in terms of pricing since um, COVID. And I think overall, what we're seeing in terms of like trends of our guests is that one, people are wanting to take advantage of Disney now. For all those people who say, man, Disney World, it had gotten so busy and crazy and you can't just have those like sporadic, hey, let's go on this ride. Right now, if you've ever wanted that over those past five, ten years, this is the time to do it. I mean, we went to Animal Kingdom last week and you just walk on to everything. You want to go and ride Everest? Okay, we could do that three times in a row, you know? So I think if you want to go back into enjoy Disney in those times and you're feeling safe to travel now, it's a really good time. But like Derek said, the beauty of the membership is you can bank over those points. And I think so many people who have sat at home this long go, oh, we are just so ready for a vacation. And what a better place to go and just kind of infuse with a little bit of magic than Disney World. Didn't I see you lay your blanket down in front of like Pandora, right? With a bottle of champagne. <laughs> just, just had a picnic in Pandora. <laughs> 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 that would be a cool place to have a picnic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <maybe> that. <laughs> 
Well, that's that. So, so with with you guys being so busy, does that mean prices have been going up? I mean, on the resale side, or yeah, I mean they they haven't gone up yeah. too. Like, no. obviously, there's always going to be that still healthy line where resale is going to be quite significantly less than direct pricing. So, if you're a buyer going, your prices are going up. By that, we mean it's gone back, it's stabilized. But what we're seeing is that things are selling. So if you're looking for yeah. a loaded contract or if you're looking for a stripped out contract and getting the absolute lowest price per point, those are the things that are flying fast. So I think that's kind of more what we're seeing in terms of significance in sales. We're not seeing prices drop yeah. up so drastically where they're unattainable. So for a seller, it's a great market to be in because it just means things are selling fast. So if you're kind of saying, hey, teeter-tottering back and forth with going, mm, maybe we're not using this as much as we thought. Nah, sell it. It's a great time. No. And if you're looking to buy, the good thing is we're going through inventory yeah. at a very rapid pace, which means if you don't find that perfect contract this week, just check back in two days because we'll probably have it then. So that's the good thing. We are seeing really fantastic turnarounds. And sell it now too because some people think, oh, I'm just going to wait to sell it. But don't wait, honestly, because once... Those, as happens every single year, once those 2021 dues are released, right? Once the dues comes out, then people either get that bill and they look and say, ugh, I don't want to do this for another year. I'm just going to go ahead and sell it. Sell it now. Honestly, sell it now. While you have the advantage to get in there, get out there, sell it. 95% of our stuff is selling within you know 30 days or less. 99.8. Oh, is it 99.8? Oh, man. (laughs) Wow. Well, yeah. or you could do what I do, and that's buy a stripped contract and then have it not be stripped uh, when, when the points come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say, right? Tom I, is going to He's going to get these emails, and they're going to be like, can we get Tarek and Marissa? Yeah. We need a magic contract. Can I get that Tom's was, contract that came with a blanket with champagne with Marissa? Yeah, it sounds awesome. Listen, I was surprised. I was shocked. I was like, oh, man. I was, But I was also excited not to pay the dues next year. But then I was like, oh, well, you're going to get the 100 points, but you got to pay the dues now. No, and I was like, all right, well, no. <laughs> I'll take it. I still got in a little bit lower with that strip contract, so I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, we've had to make those phone calls too. So, so yeah, your um, your email was actually a uh, joy to be able to. <laughs> like, hey, you get free points. Awesome. <laughs> Nobody ever complains about that. <laughs> no, I, I I was not complaining. I was shocked. I I couldn't believe it, and uh, it, you know, and the process took a long time because they couldn't close for a long time. But uh, so it was kind of yeah. you know. I was just kind of cruising along there, just waiting until we closed. And then yeah. all of a sudden, oh, look at that. It's, I'm getting an extra 100 points. Great. <laughs> so. That's what happens when you work with us, Tom. No other resale <laughs> company does that. Everyone's going to reach out to you now and ask how they can get the extra 100-point <laughs> yeah. contract. Yeah. By the way, that comes at the very end. This is all you, Companies actually steal your points. They take them. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> Trevor, Damon, I don't know if you guys have any of your own questions before we wrap up with these guys. <laughs> no, I, I I think we've covered all the, uh, all the big points, at, at least everything that I was interested to hear about. Um, what about you, Damon? I, I'm good, I think, for now. We just got to convince Damon to buy resale. That's all. <laughs> it's, it's difficult. I just, again, I think that if I was to do that, I would just get a Saratoga, like I said, a contract just to get me to that two bedroom. I'd have to do the math on it. I don't really like paying. Um, yeah. I guess the other thing is too, is that I, I just, it's annoying with the, the loan process for me. That That's where I always have a problem. I don't really want to pay cash. 
So I have to get a loan, and then I have to, how do I get that loan right? Do you guys have That's somebody you reach out to? What's that process yeah. like again? So that process is like the easiest process <laughs> yeah. you'll ever have. So our That's team, a bad excuse, Damon, <laughs> seriously. Nice like, try, Damon. Nice no, try. Well, well I will tell you, now <laughs> that I'm full. offers guaranteed loans, so they don't, if you wanted to do a route where you didn't check credit or anything like that, you literally yeah. can go online to their website, go to their loan quote, and get three options, and it's guaranteed. So you can choose which one. Um, they do a credit check now, so if you have great credit, they can do even like lower rate options. Vacation Club Loans is another one. I think the whole process in terms of like getting a loan takes all of mm, three minutes i think three minutes <laughs> and then yeah. our contract team we know the teams at vacation club loans in monera yep. so well that our contract team takes everything from there so they'll basically submit your contract for you they'll do the next steps they'll pull the funding yeah. from monera so literally all you have to do is do the initial and then we take it from there yeah literally 10 percent down max of two thousand dollars in the first week and all the rest is due at closing so yeah, you're you're golden. Don't use that as an excuse anymore. Well, I could I couldn't do it when I was in the process of buying my house, right? At the end of the day, but now that that's over with, that that is uh, something that's more likely to happen. Right. Um, yeah, and I mean, even if you are with Monera, they don't do any sort of like credit check, and it doesn't show. So that's if people are buying a house, that's a good option to at least look into as well. Oh, I didn't know that. That's good mm-hmm. to know. Hmm. See, you had a great question, Damon. Those are <laughs> I guess I didn't. Great <laughs> right in there. Well, anything else you guys want to tell us before we uh, get your contact info and uh, you know out there and we, we wrap up with you guys? Because I, I, it was great having you guys on again. I, I miss talking to both of you. It's it's been a while. I mean, I, 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 I we chat every once in a while online, but you know, it's good to hear your voices every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love it. Like like when you said that email saying, hey, can you guys come and do the show on Sunday? I was like so excited because we absolutely love, love, love being able to to talk with you guys and sell Damon an add-on and it's just a fantastic <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty lazy though. Like I would need somebody like to like find a contract for me. Like you, you haven't yeah. you haven't witnessed my laziness and right, yeah. can you find me a contract and do the financing? Exa- I don't want to do exactly. The financing like I could sign that. things. That's easy. Signing things is really amazing easy. how good our team is. But yeah, we love coming on Tom, so thanks for having us. Um we, if you would like to reach us, our website is dvcresellmarket.com. And of course, uh, your listeners are some of the absolute best. best. Um, you guys have amazing questions, great insight. So honestly, if you have DVC questions or park questions, because we're going and see, checking everything out, reach out to us. If you're looking to buy a contract, sell a contract, if you're like Damon and you need us to go through and find the perfect contract for you, <laughs> exactly. literally, we have all of that for you. So we'd be happy to assist. Um, <laughs> One of the things that we do absolutely love is to know when your listeners are reaching out. Yes. So please always mention whether if you're putting an offer in and you put Marissa or Derek as your agent, just put in the comments in the notes, welcome home. Always um, put you that. can reach us by your email. So it's really, really easy. It's just our name. So for example, I'm Marissa, M-A-R-I-S-S-A at dvcresellmarket.com and Derek is D-E-R-E-K at dbcresellmarket.com. And again, just put welcome home in the subject line and we would love to assist you with any questions you have. Yes, and put the, put that welcome home. Say, hey, I heard you guys on welcome home. I heard how amazingly smart Marissa sounds on the welcome home podcast. Well, no, but then we know that you know so much. <laughs> You've listened to the podcast and we need to like, go into a deep conversation really quickly. But let us know because I always love to just email Tom and say, oh my God, we just talked to so many people this yeah. week and you know so many listeners and stuff. So it's just been so so great so we just always love when you guys 
say that you heard us on your show and we love coming on your show. So thank you guys. I, 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 I want to know who's helping me with the 650 point Saratoga contract. <laughs> wow. That's a biggie. Wow. What, that is that, a huge one. Honest to God, you wouldn't believe like I literally, we sold a few weeks ago. I think we sold, it was a guaranteed week grand Floridian. That was like 900 some points. Nine, oh, Marissa knows exactly. <laughs> Marissa knows. I don't yeah. care about numbers or anything. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Marissa knows because maybe she sold it. Because that's, yeah, that's why she's treating you with a blanket and champagne. That's why <laughs> she sold that contract. But yeah, we, we literally, I was telling someone the other day that, listen, we sell contracts, honest to God, of like 25 points to a thousand points, you know, because every family's different. People don't realize. When they look at this and go, who's ever going to buy 700 points or 500 points? But honestly, people do it all the time, all the time, because every family's different. You know what I mean? And the most important thing that we always hear is always, I wish I would have bought more points at the time I joined, because most of those families kind of creep up into that higher range. If they start with 100, then you know what? Five, 10 years later, they've got like, 200 or 300 points. So they, yeah. So getting started is the most important thing and just take your time and do your research. And that's what we're here for. There's no pressure whatsoever. Just reach out to us with any questions y'all have. I have to say, too, if you're looking for a specific contract, if you're wondering how I bought my last contract, it's because I downloaded their app and I set up an alert for Animal Kingdom 100 points March this year. It popped up on my phone. I immediately clicked on it, went to put in an offer within a couple minutes, had confirmation that it was accepted. It was so fast and easy and it was great to have that app. And it's funny, I never shut the alert off, so I still get them sometimes. Like, (laughs) I'll still still get an alert sometimes. It'll pop up and I'll be like, honey, 100 points, Animal Kingdom, March this year. I think I need, like, 50 points there's contracts up oh, see sale pending that's what i need i need a 50 point contract i think I'm there, i remember now. i remember getting that text i was sleeping in the middle of the night and all of a sudden i just get a text from tom saying i just found a contract we hope we get it <laughs> it's true <laughs> now, one thing i will say for anybody who's listening right now um we are working on the android part of our app right now it's having a little bit of an issue so if you are on the google play store it's not working at the moment but if you do have an iphone our app is up and ready and we just have a new version out as of last week Wait, how many points does Tom have now, though? That's what I said. I said, whatever, when I buy a next contract, I have to have more points than Tom. D- Damon just wants to have more points than me. I have 310 points. All right. I got to be in on a big contract then. Maybe that 601 is, is up my alley then. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's assuming I don't sell my other Animal Kingdom contract. I may sell it. We'll see. What does that bring you down to, though? Then? Well, that would bring me down to 200. Okay. So that's that's 110 contract. So the other one, but I might keep it. I, I don't. I'm, I probably will. Let's be honest. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to sell. Great. That's the great thing about us, Tom, is that we can help you buy and we can help Look you sell. Look at this. Oh, we selling over here, shopping. Derek. I love it. Uh-huh. Ooh. <laughs> so you that, see that? There's a nice 140. Yeah. Then that would put uh-huh. me above Tom. Mm. David just wants. We're going to help Tom sell. <laughs> We're going to help Tom sell, and we're going to help Damon add on all in one show. It's all right. <laughs> I like having all my points. I don't know. <laughs> I got a I got a goal to stay at a Grand Villa one of these days. I want to I want to do that. So, <laughs> have you ever stayed in a Grand Villa oh, or no? No, I really want to though. I especially really? in Animal Kingdom where they got like the pool table in there and the huge uh, the huge uh, balcony and all that stuff. That's what I want. Marissa has. Which one did you stay in? So I've done the Grand Villa at Grand Floridian. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's I extra have done fancy. the Bungalow at Polynesian, which isn't really Grand Villa. And then I've done the, um, what? the what, what do they call it, Vero Beach? 
The, the beach cottage. Beach cottage. But wait, so, you, did mean, a, you did a bungalow, though? That's like more points than uh, Grand Villa, even, uh, isn't so it? So I do like one-night crazy things. I'm like the weirdest DVC member that's ever existed. I'll blow all my points in one <laughs> night for the year. Wow. <laughs> She's the best neighbor and friend to have in the world. Although I strangely was not invited to any one of those trips. I said, do you oh, guys want to come did. to the Grand Villa oh, for did. a night? And you were yeah, like, we're busy. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, well, I, I, we appreciate you guys coming on. We really do. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, go ahead, Trevor. Yeah. You, I was just gonna say, you know, we, we always love having you guys on. You're so much fun. And, and, you know, th- thanks for taking the time to, uh, you know, answer all of our questions. Cause you know, it, I, I think it's, it's a great for us and it's great for our listeners to hear your perspective on th- these things. I, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and, thanks uh, for having us. This is super fun. Go ahead, Marissa. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks for. We, we always sorry, love it. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, especially <laughs> on, especially on a Sunday afternoon. Normally, we tape these shows on like Sunday night, so it's kind of weird to have it on like a Sunday afternoon. We we stopped doing nights. Damon was getting too sleepy. Yeah, I was getting uh, too sleepy. <laughs> yeah. Now, now the, the problem is on on today. I'm doubled up on podcasts. I have another one I have to do later. That that's what's always tough sometimes doubling up. But uh-huh. the weekly weekly has been good for us. Yeah, like weekly has been good for us. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, we love it. So we're always so, so grateful. And so uh, your audience is the absolute best. So we just absolutely love them. And we love to be able to come and chat with y'all. And again, reach out to us if y'all have any questions whatsoever. And Damon, when you're ready to... I'm looking at contracts right now. We're here to help. Yeah, I'm going to do it for the rest of the show. (laughs) (laughs) We lost Damon for the rest of the show now because he's searching through resale contracts. The problem is Monera needs a little, they need a loan calculator on their website. Because see, now I had to go somewhere to find out how much it's going to cost. I'll email you the link. They do. They have We're going to email it to you. I'm, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking I'm looking on their site. I don't see their loan, loan calculator. It says loan quote. Loan quote. Look at loan uh, quote. Oh, okay. Loan quote. Loan quote. Uh-huh. Where's the request a quote, loan application about us? I don't see a loan quote. Wow, this your keyboard sounds Hold so on. real in the in the headphones right now. It sounds like I'm faking this sound, like I'm adding it. In. <laughs> yeah, it does. Right? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like an old typewriter movie. It does. Sounds it sounds like you're just okay. the typewriter. <laughs> yeah. Mechanical keyboards are the best. Where it says instant DVC financial quote right here. There you go. Hold on. By the way, so exciting. Re- get to- so when you go to request a quote and you say receive my quote, it'll actually just give you like a drop down of a few options. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I want to mention so so about finance, like, a new contract. It's not like you have to commit and put like all your info in or anything like that. Mm-mm. That's good. Okay. I, I want to mention though too, like if you if you have a DVC contract now, I, I've actually done this a couple times just to see. Uh, you can go on dvcresellmarket.com and and there's there's a calculator to tell you what your contract may be worth, like what your current contract might be worth. I've just done that a couple times just to go like, I wonder what my Bailey contract's worth if I wanted to sell it. You know, I love doing that. Like, like I look back and said, God, what is my boardwalk contract that I bought back in 1998 when I was like, you know, 20 something years old. And I thought, Oh my God, this is way too much money. And now <laughs> I throw it in the, the quote thing. And I'm like, what? I was the smartest 20 something year old in the world for buying this. So. <laughs> it, it does make you feel good when you look at that amount and you're like, it Oh does. man, yeah, this is it's pretty good. Crazy. It's, it's still worth something. <laughs> it's Crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And, and that's what people always, you know, laugh about, you know, with us. It's like, listen, so if I bought this, so yes, you know what? If you bought it, uh, say you bought Riviera last week and you go to sell it, you're probably not going to get your money back on it. But for most people, 
If they look back and say, you know what, I bought it, say, five years, 10 years, 15 years ago, odds are, depending on whatever resort it is, you're going to be happy when you call us. You know what? You're going to be happy when you turn around and say, you know what? I've been able to take 10, 15 years of vacations and at least I can get some money back. That's what I always tell people. Listen, if you, you cannot, if you do not buy Disney Vacation Club, go ahead. Still take 10, 15 years of vacations. You can't call up Disney 10 years from now and say, listen, I spent X amount um, on these rooms, on all these trips every single year. Can I get any money back? Like whatsoever? Can I get, uh, hello, hello? Hello? I mean, no, they're going to say no. So at least with this, if you can, you know, break even on it, if you can get some money back for the money that you're spending anyway, that's what, that's, that's what it's all about. And vacation better because you're staying in the best places in the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, I, I feel like we've said goodbye like three times now, but we can't. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> One more thing. Let it's, me just. Talk. No. That's because Damon started buying a contract. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at all these options now, say, and now I'm like, Damon, put an offer. Well, Damon, Damon, you your like, expiration how date on your credit card was that four eight? Oh, okay, perfect, perfect, got it. Well, David, I, you like to save money, right? So, like, this well, is your thing, right? So the is thing why. is, I'm looking at the Monero Financial now. Man, that's a lot of cash to bring to closing, though, on a $15,000 contract. I don't know. I don't like their calculator. Their calculator, their options are, someone needs to work on this. They don't, uh, they're, they're not very, um, yeah. There, there's, there's some stuff here I just don't get. <laughs> Not see. We'll get see? right on that. Well, we'll Wait, have so to, like we'll have title we'll company closing costs on Monday, and they'll give you like all the details. Yeah, reach out to them. But what are you looking at? Closing costs? Yeah, so it has title company closing costs. There's no numbers in there. So that would be that you want to add that in. So if you found a contract that you like, let's say you found a fifty point Saratoga and closing uh-huh. costs for like five hundred and fifty, which is probably close to what they would be. You just okay. type that in there. So you're going to get that from our website since they okay. don't do title agent closing costs. And then maintenance costs are just going to be. Are they do for whatever? The year? So like if. If it has, so for example, like our contracts right now, if you buy something that's going to close, which all the contracts right now do, December 1st or later, mm-hmm. then you're going to be paying 2021 dues at closing. So you can't finance dues. So for 2021, that year, you wouldn't be able to make a monthly and you can't finance them. So you just want to go to that contract. If they have 2021 points, the dues will be right there in the little notes. Okay. Got you. And then deposit, you gave your broker. All right. That's just a lot of cash to bring to close. Deposit's always going to be like ten percent, right? Max of two thousand, and so that would be up to you. But typically, let's say it was a fifty-point contract for a hundred dollars a point. Your down or your deposit would be five hundred dollars. For so, I'm looking at the financing here. I was just looking at a hundred and fifty-point contract. It's telling me I got to bring close to five thousand dollars to closing. Right. So deposit. Yep. This the, is interesting. Uh, escrow deposit will go to the title company for like good faith. Like if you buy a property, mm-hmm. it's like your good faith deposit, but it's not your down payment. So they're going to be okay. your down payment options. Gotcha. Okay. This is good. This is good to talk about. <laughs> that just seems like a lot of money though. That's the only thing that's for me, unless I'm putting in something wrong. Like I said on a $15,000 contract, I got to come up with $4,500. Now we got to so get somebody from Monero. So that's their guaranteed option. So they're going to usually have a little bit of a higher down payment for their guaranteed option. They mm-hmm. do a credit check option. So that might be the time to actually reach out to them and say, gotcha. you don't have to get your credit checked right away, but just say, hey, my credit is X. And then they can say, okay, here's your down payment option. You can usually do a lot less down payment if you have higher 
credit. So that would gotcha. be another option to actually reach out to one of their agents. Okay. That was good info. Yeah. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Well, and you have fabulous credit, right, Damon? I do. <laughs> See? Exactly. Well, I, I'm hopeful that a lot of our listeners will reach out to you guys. I, I, I've I've heard through you know the grapevine that every time you guys are on the show that uh, you get a crush of people from our show reaching out to you, which is great, I, the, which I like to hear. So, um, you know that's that's good news, and I hope I hope our listeners reach out uh, and, and ask questions, and of course you know get some contracts. Wait, so. So, wait, so do you guys send bags too? Do you send bags to people after they buy a contract? <laughs> They want to. They want to know if you. Get, <laughs> he wants to know if you get a free bag. <laughs> you know what, David? You, you have a really cool bag in the mail if we see that you've added on. You're going to get a blanket and a bottle of like <laughs> non-alcoholic champagne. There so we go. Send Damon just like a, a plastic bag from Publix or something. Yeah, there, exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> a Publix bag. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for coming again. We really appreciate it. We, we'll talk to you guys sometime soon here. And um, again, if they need to find you guys, they can find you on DVC Resale Market. I know, I know, Derek, you're you're in our Welcome Home Disney waitlist group. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think you are, Marissa, but uh, we'll we'll have to get you in there. Um, but you know, so if you post something in the group, sometimes Derek posts, you know, and replies. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, we always love, love, love being able to come on to your show. And again, if anybody has any questions or if you ever make an offer, just put in that comment section. Just say welcome home because when I get to email Tom, it totally feeds his ego. It does. It really does. Yeah, I always tell the guys to it. I'm just like, this is, it makes us feel really good about ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're here for. No, we love it. You guys are the absolute, absolute creme de la creme, the best of the best of the best. So thank you so much. Wait, we're better than Chad? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Yeah, were you trying to start a turf war now? <laughs> I was just curious. Is that we're the best? I didn't, you know, I didn't know where that led us to. <laughs> that's funny. Where's my beer? I gotta find a beer. Uh, that's a no comment from uh, the DVC resale market. No, you're the best. Uh, you're the best. Stop All it. right. All right. I, I, I will, just won't tell Chad. He just said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is our like fifth goodbye, I think. I think so. Yeah. Sick. But thank you guys so much again. We really goodbye. appreciate it. Thank uh, you for having us. Goodbye. We'll talk Love to you guys you. soon. Thank you. Well, thank you. So, so they were great, uh, as always. We just have a couple more topics. We went way longer than we expected to go with uh, with them, but that's great. It doesn't matter. It was a great conversation, right? So, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it w- it was long overdue, and uh, yeah, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad they came on and answered uh, as many of our questions as they could. So, agreed. And then you know, I think Damon maybe you know might buy a resale contract now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's possible. Maybe. Maybe let's talk about the holographic stuff because I got to leave because I got another another podcast to do. They went so long. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought you'd want to talk. I put this milkshake thing on here specifically. It's pumpkin for you. though. It's pumpkin. Yeah, Spice pumpkin. I don't like yeah, that. I mean, I, I I think I wanted to have more of a wider conversation of how you feel about the milkshakes that have a cupcake on top of them. Um. I, okay. So this is the new pumpkin spice butter pecan shake at Beaches and Cream. Is a spooky sweet treat, and it's got a cupcake on top of it. It looks like. Yeah, full yeah. on um, cupcake. I mean, I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a cupcake on top of an ice cream. I mean, a milkshake. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I'm good with that. It's just I don't like pumpkin spice, so we're kind of out on that. But I mean, it looks good. I'm not a butter pecan fan, so oh, I'm okay fan. with butter pecan. I'm good with yeah. that. Yeah, you go pecan or pe- pecan. Um, I think I'm a pecan. Pecan. Okay. No, wait, hold on. 
Butter pecan. <laughs> yeah, no, pecan. Pecan, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like pecan, fondant yeah. or fondant, right? Like that, <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. I don't know the right way to say it either. Like, I don't know the correct... I, I feel like we could have a, a, a poll in the uh, group about the right way uh, to say uh, pecan or pecan. Uh, I will chalk it up to regional colloquialism. Oh, yeah. I think if you're in the South, like real South, like me and Tom really aren't from the South, so... Pecan. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm okay with the cupcake on top. Why were you not okay with the cupcake on top? I, or I don't know. It just feels really messy to me. I don't like messy things. Like even like you know, if I'm having a s'more, I have a hard time with a s'more because it just it gets all over my hands and just graham yeah. cracker everywhere. So I think I think what I'm messy. doing. I think what I'm. I mean, it looks like it's a pull off though. I mean, you could you pull just it off. Pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. Either that, or I think maybe you take off the top and then the cake goes right into the milkshake. I'd be good with that as an option too. Milkshake soaked you, cupcake sounds good. Yeah. Sorry, Trevor. Go ahead. I was going to say, you think you could actually get it into the milkshake? I guess it depends on how thick it is. Oh, yeah. 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 I pound it like Hulk. I mean, you do whatever <laughs> you want. I mean, you, you could get it in there. I mean, it might overflow and create a mess, but there's a plate under it. I think that's why. Yeah. That's why you have a plate with it, right? So you yeah, can take exactly. the cupcake off and eat it. Hulk you- smash right in there. Cupcake <laughs> right in there. <laughs> Hulk smash right in there. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, okay. Well, you want to talk about this holographic thing? This holographic. I mean, I don't really. I'm glad we had them on this week because it was a little brutal for topics for me. Yeah, actually, it, it was a little bit of a slow week. Disney that was good. It worked week. out. Yeah, so it was good to have them. And, and uh, by the way, we didn't bring them on for that reason. Um, I know it sounds. And, and by the way, we we do want to. We can acknowledge. Uh, you know, we we talked a little bit about the layoffs, and and, and you know, it is very sad for for cast members. And and yeah, I, I know we're all really bummed out about it. Uh, I, you know, I, like I said, I I know several cast members, and it's it's definitely there's sad. a lot of entertainment gone. I mean, a lot of entertainment, which is yeah. is difficult. A lot of fan favorite people gone. And I think that's tough for people, you know, again, one of the things that that I'm all about is tradition. I think it's one of the reasons why I like the old ride so much. And there are some people that are laid off that, you know, it's tradition for people visiting to see them or to hear them or, you know, that whole part of it. And that's difficult. It's very difficult for the people that were laid off. But, you know, I'm sure people are quite sad not to see some of these fan favorites, uh, you know, at the parks or at the resorts anymore. Yeah, I think the worst. I'm sorry, Trevor. Were you gonna I, say I, I was going to say I I agree with you, Tom. You know, it's or it's not Tom Damon. Wow, I've, Tom I've, didn't know his yeah. name. Trevor doesn't know my <laughs> name. I, I I literally was like reading the page as I was talking. I shouldn't do. Um, yeah. So I I agree with you, Damon, about tradition and people. You know, yeah, you go to expect certain people to to be there. Um, I, I guess the 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 sad reality is is that everything does come to an end at some point like oh, uh, and things do change yeah i, I mean yeah. I'll, I'll use the example of um you guys remember richard girth right he was the the greeter at uh, the grand floridian yeah. um which you know he was there for for an exceptionally long time and unfortunately he passed away mm-hmm. and you know the thing is is that it, it does make way to new experiences and, and i'm not discounting the fact that you know we all it might. I, I would agree with yeah. you there, but I think there's a difference between an act of God and something that is more along the lines of, you know, having to pull those business. people for financial reasons. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I guess all I'm And saying of their is- own accord, right? Like, so if, yeah. let's just say, the orchestra decided that they were just shutting down or, you know, the piano guy at Port Orleans decided that he was done, that's a different feeling for me than them not wanting to be done and not kind of going out on their own terms. 
Yeah, I I know what you're saying, but I guess I've so so seeing this both on the east and the west coast. The the um, years ago there there was a similar thing about the there was um, one of the bands in uh, Frontierland. Um, their their contract ran out, and, and you know similarly there was a lot of people that were upset about it, and um, you know it's it's the same kind of thing. Is you know, unfortunately this is on a, a larger scale, but you you do have this never ending cycle of, you know, different entertainment comes in and, and, and comes out of, of Disney. The thing is, is that, yeah, you, you're right. I, I agree with you, Damon, that, you know, for a little while here, it's going to be hard to justify going because of the fact that, you know, a lot of these things that are traditional, a lot of these things that you go as a, a means of comfort aren't necessarily going to be there. But, um, all I'll say is, you know, just keep in mind that, the next time you go, there may be something new that may form a new tradition that that people will will start to engage in. So, you know, it, for right now, it's it's hard. You know, you know, let, let's just deal with things that are coming right now, which is, um, yeah, you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be awkward here for the next little bit, and you know, let's let people figure out what makes sense after layoffs and all that. Hopefully some of them come back. Hopefully, you know, Disney is in a position where, you know, they're able to, to possibly hire some of these people back in a couple of months. But uh, um, for now, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. And I, I know what you mean. And, and, you know, the parks are always evolving and, and there are different things, you know, reading, reading about these, about these entertainment folks getting laid off like Yeehaw Bob and, uh, and the, the, um, Oh gosh, I forget what the whole orchestra's called at uh, Grand Floridian, but the, the, the orchestra, orchestra that's at Grand yeah. Floridian. Yeah, I, I they have a name, and I'm blanking on it. Um, but regardless, see, I mean, seeing them both leave is really sad, right? So those are those are key parts of both of those resorts. Uh, but I also looked at it too, and they were like been playing here for thirty years or twenty five years, and it's like. Well, you know, sometimes it's there's also time for a change too, right? Where where maybe in the future they do something different, or you know, but it, it is sad because they you know they got laid off and it's it's terrible and and you feel sad and maybe that was something that was your favorite thing and and like you were talking about it's it's tough uh, when that kind of stuff happens, but at the same time the parks keep moving and you know there's changes sometimes, but I I do tend to hope that they're going to try to hire these people back when they're in a better place to do so. And, uh, you know, just be uh, besides those, I mean, you're talking still a large amount of people that, that were let go. And, uh, besides the entertainment people and, and that's, it's, it's unfortunate and it's unfortunate where the, the company is at this point. And I, I know a lot of people are, you know, like, well, you know, Disney makes billions of dollars and they shouldn't be laying people off, but I mean, they've had their entire business. I mean, like literally the entire company has been uh, affected by this. There's no cruises, there's no movies, there's no parks. And it's just, it's, it's really awful. But, uh, and, and hopefully, you know, as the, as the theme park industry comes back, the, those people also start coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, for now, we'll just have to, it, we're just going to have to wait and see, right? It's, it's going to be, it's going to be weird for a little while, but uh, I think we're all used to weird at this point. <laughs> yeah. It's been a weird year. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, so I, I, we just have one last thing on here uh, to talk about it. I don't think we need to really talk about it. Hey, guess what, everybody? Uh, Frozen, uh, the first time forever, Frozen Sing Along, that's coming back. In fact, actually, it's it's back. If you're listening to this right now, on the day we release it, it came back today. <laughs> Yay! So, so again, it's not all, it, not everything is going away. 
yeah i guess that, exactly that's the thing things you know, are coming back some yeah, things the, are coming back yeah. D- disney is trying but unfortunately i i think it's a matter of you know the this was inevitable because of the fact that they were closed down for so long yeah. and i mean yeah you know it, we're talking a loss of billions of dollars i mean it's it's not a small amount of money and it's uh you know even a company as big as disney is not exempt from from this and in fact you could argue disney's probably hurt as a business by this pandemic pretty much more than any other business because they have all these different arms of the uh, company and that are shut down i mean just you know when you talk about movies and cruises and theme parks i mean those are their biggest i mean even sports right i mean espn that they're hurt there too so yeah, the, the the reality is is disney is non-essential and we all yeah. know that and and you know we want we want disney to succeed but again you know they're a non-essential service so of course they're not going to um uh, of course, they're not going to be treated with the same priority. And yeah, people are not going to be running back there as quickly as they would like. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. It is. Yeah. It is. So uh, so to, to end on a better note, uh, <laughs> you know, a little bit of a happier note, uh, you know, Disney, I, I read this article. I thought it was cool. There was they, they filed more patents. You know, we love to talk about patents on the show because we're kind of uh, nerds about this kind of stuff. Well, this Trevor and I are nerds yeah. about this kind of stuff. <laughs> Uh, but a touchable, uh, 360, uh, playable holographic display. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm still wrapping my head around what that actually means. Well, <laughs> but, so the, the, the patent mentions yeah. the, that, that avatar figure that's that, that submerged avatar figure mm-hmm. figure that's in there. And I, you know, I, Reading it is kind of making me think that they're going to, I don't know what they're going to do with it, but the whole idea here is to create 3D objects without 3D glasses and then maybe have it be somehow interactive. That's kind of seems to be what they're doing with it. Okay. So, so the, oh, what is the effect called for this where you, where you use like a, a mirrored dome? To, to create. Are you talking about the Pepper's Ghost thing? Or are you no, talking about? No, no Pepper's Ghost uses, uh, it uses reflection. Uses mirrors. Yeah, it uses yeah. mirrors. But th- there's another one where you, you have two concave. Oh, I don't talking about. And you yeah, put yeah. something in the middle and it, it, it makes it look like it's sitting on top of the dome. Yeah. I, I, I feel like this, this is, I feel like this is a, a twist on that. It, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, sorry. I, sh- I should know these terms and I don't. And I'll, I'll look it up later. But <laughs> you should apologize. That's a weird term that no one would even know. I, so. I should know this. I, I've, I've read up on this stuff in the past and I should know it, but the name is escaping me right now. I gotcha. Um, I gotcha. But, but yeah, I get, I get the feeling this is, yeah, you know, that they're going to use something like this so that it, it creates that, that 3D effect. But then also, you know, combining that with, you know, sensors and, you know, motion technology, they can make it so that it feels like you're interacting with the, uh, the object or whatever's inside of it, but you're not actually touching it, which that can be kind of weird. I, I, I guess the, the only thing I could see being a problem with this is that, you know, they, they say it's a touchable display, but if it doesn't have the right level of tactile, tactile feedback um the effect may not work as well as they want it to but you know i'm, I'm sure imagineers are you know they're, they're thinking about all this kind of stuff so um yeah I, i'm interested to see how it goes i i, I know yeah they, they they like using the avatar stuff as a you know oh you know this will play into avatar i Honestly, I would see this probably more being used in like Avengers Campus or something like that. I was thinking Star Wars, especially with 
the uh the whole thing with the uh daylight visible holographic or floating 3d imagery yeah i I just that has star wars land written all over to me in my mind well probably more the star wars hotel than yeah or the star wars hotel yeah yeah i'm I'm just thinking about uh like the i i mean i I can't think of anywhere where they would be using this kind of technology in an existing land like it, it would require a renovation, which we don't hear about any re- renovations coming to Pandora or, I mean, Galaxy's Edge is not happening anytime soon, right? So, so to me, the, the, well, there was a permit filed for work to be done at Pandora. So we, we but we don't know what it's for. Right. I, I don't think we talked about it on the show, but this, this article is theorizing that the, pe- the permit that was filed was to install some of these things. But truthfully, Disney files patents all the time. And yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're actually going to use them. Yeah, and and like I said, that that's the thing is that I I guess yeah, the, there's been a patent filed, but I or not a, a patent, but a permit filed, but I, I guess until it's more concrete, what you know, if if they're planning to do actual work at Pandora, um, I I can see them like th- this is probably something that I would expect to see like in in a new new land, either that or yeah, it could be yeah. maybe they're, maybe they're gearing up for the next avatar movies coming out. And maybe this is oh, part yeah, of that, that, could plan, be that too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead yeah. and wrap up. I feel like we've yeah. got a, uh, an extra the, long, the, you got bonus show today, people bonus show. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The, this, this was a good one. We had, we had lots of good conversation with Derek and Marissa and um, yeah, ho- hopefully we, we answered, um, people's questions as well as we could. And, and I, I feel that, uh, I feel it's given some good perspective on, on what things look like right now in, in the resale market, at least. So, um, yeah, it's great yeah. to have them on because they have so much inside information and just so much insight from being Disney employees and also being part of the resale market for so long. They just, they just know more than any of us do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, okay. Um, are we ready to wrap this up then? Yeah, let's do it. Let's All do right. it. All right. Uh, so uh, if anyone wants to get in contact with us, you can reach us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. We get listener questions in our email there. We uh, we get trip reports, all that kind of stuff. So if you guys uh, want to reach out to us, please do so. Uh, we love hearing from you guys and we love interacting with you that way. If uh, you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find us as Welcome Home Podcast, or you can join the uh, Welcome Home Disney Waitlist, which is our Facebook group full of uh, full of a bunch of other people that love talking about DVC and Disney stuff in general. Uh, really good group, and you know, I I think uh, I think it. I do I dare go out on a limb and say it's the happiest group on earth. <laughs> I, I think we're tempting fate by doing that. Uh, maybe. But, I mean, <laughs> so far it's, it is. It, uh, it's pretty. You know. It's pretty good. It's pretty positive. And uh, yeah, I I I I enjoy reading all your guys' comments in there. And uh, if you want to check out our YouTube channel, it's called Welcome Home Podcast. We we are on YouTube. You can see some of our past live streams on there. And when we start uh, doing more live streams in the future, you'll uh, you'll see those on there as well. And if uh, you want, did we announce that we're going to do a live stream for our Halloween show? Did we announce that yet? I don't, no, we, we we. I don't think we formally announced it, but so yeah, I just did. Uh, even okay. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're we, yeah. Upcoming live streams will be there, including the hundredth episode. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. Uh, in case you're not able to join the live stream, of course you'll be able to rewatch it on YouTube. And if you wanted to pick up some merchandise, you can check out store.welcomehomepodcast.com. You can grab mugs, t-shirts, there's masks on there. Uh, if you, if you feel like, uh, representing the, 
Welcome Home Podcast logo on your stuff. And if uh, you did find us on iTunes or Google Play or uh, Spotify or any of those services, please make sure you leave us a review because one, it helps us get better. We, we do like reading your reviews and hearing your feedback. And two, it actually helps more people find the podcast. Yeah, it's really helpful to us. We, we really appreciate it when you do that. Uh, of course, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, just about any place you can find podcasts. You can find us. Just search for Welcome Home and look for the one that says DVC and Disney. Uh, reminder to our listeners, as always, uh, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, any and all opinions we express on the show are our own, so please consult a a DVC representative or a DVC uh, or Disney cast member, not DVC cast member, uh, for more information uh, about anything we talked about today. Big thank you to DVC Rental Store for sponsoring this episode. Uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. Mm-hmm.